This, as you know, is MedScore Radio. This is Simon here in Chicago. We're looking at first day 2020, and we are just reading the chapters this time. Immunoglobulin isotypes, antigen type, and memory from the immunology chapter. Let's go ahead and start with the immunoglobulin isotypes. So as you know, we have IgG, IgA, IgM, IgD, and IgE. First, something about all of these. All isotypes can exist as monomers. Mature, naive B cells prior to activation express IgM and IgD on their surfaces. They may, they may differentiate in germinal centers of the lymph nodes by isotype switching. So we're talking about gene rearrangement induced by cytokines and CD40L into plasma cells that secrete IgA, IgE, or IgG. Affinity refers to the individual antibody-antigen interaction, while avidity describes the cumulative binding strength of all antibody-antigen interactions in a multivalent molecule. Okay, let's start with IgG. So remember, this is the main antibody in the secondary response to an antigen, most abundant isotype in the serum. It fixes complement, opsonizes bacteria, neutralizes bacterial toxins and viruses. It is the only isotype that crosses the placenta. It provides infants with passive immunity that starts to wane after birth. So the thing to remember here is IgG greets the growing fetus. IgG greets the growing fetus. Next is IgA. So remember with IgA, the J chain. It prevents attachment of bacteria and viruses to mucous membranes, does not fix complement. It is a monomer or a dimer. So monomer in circulation or dimer with the J chain when secreted. It crosses epithelial cells by transcytosis and is produced in the GI tract, for example, by pear patches, and protects against gut infections, for example, by giardia. It is the most produced antibody overall, but has lower serum concentrations and is released into secretions, for example, tears, saliva, mucus, and breast milk, and picks up secretory component from epithelial cells which protects the FC portion from luminal proteases. Okay, so remember IgA, Giardia, for example, and J-chain. Next is IgM, again, the J-chain. Remember the J-chain that goes with IgM. It is produced in the primary or intermediate response to an antigen. It fixes complement, antigen receptor on the surface of B cells, monomer on a B cell, pentamer, with a J-chain when secreted. The pentamer enables avid binding to antigen while humoral response evolves. Next is IgD, and the function here is unclear. It is found on the surface of many B cells and in the serum. So remember that uh, mature, naive B cells prior to activation express IgM and IgD on the surfaces, but the function of IgD is unclear. And the last one here is IgE. 
This binds mast cells and basophils. It crosslinks when exposed to allergen, mediating intermediate or type 1 hypersensitivity through release of inflammatory mediators such as histamine. It contributes to immunity to parasites by activating eosinophils. So remember parasites and IgE. And lastly, the section is called antigen type and memory, talking about thymus-independent antigens and thymus-dependent antigens. First, thymus-independent antigens. These antigens are lacking a peptide component. For example, lipopolysaccharides from gram-negative bacteria cannot be presented by MHC to T cells. Weakly immunogenic vaccines often require boosters and adjuvants. For example, capsular polysaccharide unit of streptococcus pneumoniae, PPSV23 vaccine. Next is the thymus-dependent antigens. These antigens containing a protein component, for example, streptococcus pneumoniae, PCV13 vaccine. Polysaccharides conjugated to diphtheria toxin-like protein. Class switching and immunologic memory occur as a result of direct contact with of B cells with T cells. Okay, thanks very much for tuning in.